we're going to hear from the Bible. But before we do, can you remember what was happening 700 years ago? Anyone alive that long ago? No? It says it's a long time ago. Well, this Bible reading from the Bible today, well, that was written around 700 odd years before Jesus was born. And as Heather comes to read, see if you can work out who it's talking about. And then Phil will come and speak to us. So Heather's going to come up and read, um, and then Phil will speak. Good morning to you all, and very, very happy Christmas. The reading today is taken from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors, Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For us today a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Thank you very much, Heather. And uh, um, I wonder if you, you know, Christmas is all about lights, isn't it? And uh, uh, I, I don't know if you know the little story about a small boy who was, uh, he had a part in his nativity play. And uh, and he got his cue and it was all fine with that. Uh, and his words, what he had to say, his line was, I am the light of the world. But when he got there, when he got up the front, his mind just went completely blank and he had no idea. And his mum was sitting in the front row and she was mouthing at him. And, uh, and then, then, he, then he got it and he thought, okay, that's fine. And, and he sort of stood up tall and he beamed all over his face and he said, my mummy is the light of the world. <laughs> Now, uh, there are lots of lights around. We've, uh, we've lit all the five candles on the Advent crown. We've got candles lit down the side. There are uh, lights all over the show, aren't there? And Christmas uh, is a lot to do with lights. We've got our Christmas tree here, for instance. Thank you very much for the team who got that uh, sorted out, mainly the martyrs. Thank you very much for them sorting that out. And uh, actually, I thought I'd join in as well. I don't know if these lights go kind of hot, but we'll uh, find out. If I'm, if I'm starting to smoke, perhaps you could let me know. Um, Christmas is about lights, isn't it? And uh, there are lots of other people been joining in as well. So, for instance, um, in the houses around about, don't know if you recognise that. That's someone here's house. Oh well, he's missed it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> that's someone else's. We had a little Anna and I had a little drive round Hove, and we're looking at the uh, the lights on the houses. And uh, that was one where I was particularly uh, impressed with that one. And uh, uh, that one, that's someone who goes to Goldstone. 
Do you recognize that one? No? Okay. And uh, uh, I'm not sure who lives there, but that's, uh, that's a good one, isn't it? Don't you think? We like that one. And, uh, and it's got a sort, of, a sort of one of those disco kind of things going around as well. So we like that. Do you recognize that? Yeah, most of these are people who are in... Uh, in oh, yeah, that's, uh, that one's in the bush on the way down to uh, Hangleton Manor. And uh, I think that one's the best of all. If you go to uh, up to the Grenadier uh, and then go down Appleton Avenue and turn right and got that road to the right, you can go and see that house. It's absolutely brilliant. When I was there, there were there were quite a lot of people just going along and taking photos and enjoying it. That's really really good. Um, uh, and there's another one. That's got that that one is just on uh, Elm was it Elm Drive? Elm Drive. And uh, uh, they, there's there's all sorts of Christian stuff going on there. Characters in the Bible and so on. And uh, uh, and then and there's this one as well. That's the tree just down the road here. I love that tree. So uh, uh, when you, you know, walk down the road and it's just on the right, absolutely brilliant. Lots of Christmas lights. Now, um, uh, the thing is, I'd like you to join in now. Okay? So we need to turn off all the lights in church. So let's get all the lights off, the spots and everything. And uh, have you got your phone here? You got your phone? Okay, so I'd like you, normally I'd say, let's not get our phones out, but uh, I'd like you to get your phone out, okay, and uh, just turn on the light, okay? Everyone lights on on your phones, that'd be really good. So uh, face my way, hold it up, face, oh, I've got a red one at the back, that's very good, okay, excellent, Christmas lights. And let's turn it around the other way and face the back so the people behind us can see, really good. Um, I'm going to suggest, actually, when we have our next carol, uh, it's about light, that we might get our phones out and get them uh, uh, there for the carol. So at uh, Christmas, it's a lot to do with lights, isn't it? Get the fo- let's get the um, uh, no. There's one more thing before we turn the lights back on, because uh, it says here, uh, it says here uh, that we're going to be learning this morning about the great light. And uh, in Isaiah chapter nine and in verse two, it says this: the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Now, we know, don't we, that um, uh, Christmas time is about Christmas presents. And uh, uh, this is a little Christmas present I've got here. And, uh, and in this box, there is a great light. Christmas is about a great light. Now, this passage actually says this. When you look at it a little bit further, it says... Uh, um, on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And that word, that word dawned means that it literally, it means flashed. So the light came, was here for a while, and then he went again. And then there will be one day when he returns once more, and the light will go on for the entire world. For the entire world to see. But at Christmas time, we're remembering that the light came. It's almost as if the light just flashed. He was here for a short while. He died for us. He rose again. And then he went back to heaven to be with his heavenly father. So it's just a short time that he's here for. But what extraordinary things Jesus achieved in that time. Now let's get all the lights on. If we can turn the lights on uh, uh, here at the side and get the spots on as well, that'd be great. Thank you very much, people. And uh, uh, so we're thinking this morning about a great light in the dark world. A great light and a great light in the dark 
world. So that's what I want to say just in this first uh, thing, that uh, a great light in a dark world. Now, in Jesus' time, when he came, it was a very dark world, and there were all sorts of things going on. And it is the same today, because uh, uh, you can see, actually, dark can mean two things. On the one hand, it can mean bad stuff, in terms of the dark world, there's bad stuff happening. But also, darkness can mean ignorance. So, when we're thinking of a, a great light in a dark world, first of all, let's think about bad things happening. Now, here is yesterday's newspaper. And there are bits from the newspaper just uh, uh, sellotaped onto the, uh, onto the sides there, okay? So, for instance, on the front page, uh, just uh, wave a hand if this is near you. Millions set for early fourth jab. Can you see that where it is? Okay, you've got your fourth jab over there, right? They've got COVID over there, so be careful. Okay, you need your fourth jab. And uh, who's got France threatens Britain with customs levies in fishing now? We're always having rows with France. Where are the French rows? Who's having a... Oh, they're the same. There we are, okay? Same people. They're having a row with the French over there. Okay. Um, what else have we got? Oh, water firms accused of dumping sewage. Who's dumping sewage? Oh, road towards the back there. Okay, so they're dumping sewage over there. That's unfortunate. Um, it's just a bad world, isn't it? Oh, here's another one. COVID rates saw in London hotspots. They've got that as well. Not only have they got sewage, they've also got COVID rates soaring over there. So tricky. Don't go on that side of the church, dear me. Um, cruises and ski breaks off as borders close to Britain. Who's closing their borders? At the frontier, they're closing their borders. Isolating workers leave vital public services in doubt. Who's got isolating workers? It's all happening over here. We must have some more over here. We'll find them. Don't worry. Um, anger over mine firms donations to Oxford. No, I haven't got that one. Okay. Um, what about, oh, get boosted now. Yeah, you got boat, get boosted. Very important to get your booster over there. Okay. And uh, petrol prices exploit people driving home for Christmas. They've got exploitation in that back corner. This is awful, dear me. Um, what about Lotto? Christmas Day jackpot. That's just over there. Don't, uh, so we don't want, they've got a, 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 no, no, don't do that. Okay. And, uh, Johnson gets away with things I couldn't. That's David Cameron. He's down here. That's Boris Johnson and David Cameron having a little bit of a fallout. Okay. Uh, and so, oh, here's one. McCartney earned, this is Stella McCartney, earned 2.7 million while staff were on furlough. Stella McCartney's down there. Greed just in this corner here. Okay. So there's all sorts of stuff, isn't there, in a dark world. So that's one way of looking at it. But also, it's not just that bad things happen, it's also ignorance. Now, Stephen, you're a bit of a sporty person, aren't you? I've been known to double. Yeah, okay. Uh, And what are you going to be doing at 2 o'clock tomorrow morning? 2 o'clock tomorrow morning, watching the ashes, and hopefully (laughs) seeing a bit of resilience from the English batters. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Doubtful. Probably a batting collapse. Well, we'll see what happens. I've got a little quiz for you, okay? Okay. So you're sporty. I'm going to ask you three questions. The first one is this. Netball. Okay. Okay. Um, Netball. Just um, uh, England, just before Christmas, had a series win... Who are they playing? And for the bonus point, what was the score? I, um, my netball knowledge is, is ropey. Um, I, I, Disappointing? Yeah. I, Argent? Argent? No. Uh, maybe, maybe, no. maybe Japan? No. I, I, I'm in the dark. I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in the dark. All right. 10-3? Right. Ten, ten I tell you, it was score? Jamaica. 10-3? No, no, it was oh. uh, 66-47 to oh, England. Okay, <laughs> my, my net, my, yeah. okay uh, next question. Okay. Trampolining, okay? Who won the world trampolining <laughs> title uh, just recently in November, and where did they win it? Uh, any idea? Like, I, I'm totally in the dark. 
Matt, Matt Jones. He's Matt Jones. Tram- trampolining. Is he good at trampolining? I mean, he's got the figure we for never it, knew. <laughs> <laughs> and where? 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 Yeah. Australia. No. New Sorry. Zealand. No. South Africa. Nearer. Chile. Up. Namibia. <laughs> this could take a long time. It was. Uh, it was Baku. Okay, and it was oh, Bryony. Wow. It was Bryony Page. So uh, we've had a question about netball, and uh, there's Bryony Page who uh, won the world's trampolining title. Okay. And uh, uh, last question: Athletics. Um, yeah, who won okay. his first European cross-country title in Dublin two weeks ago? Cross-country. Cross-country. Well, you're a runner. I, I, totally in the dark. Um, Jacob does a bit of running. He Jacob, does. our voluntary staff worker. Yeah, Maybe he's not here, he's, is he? Uh, no. That's why. Well, cross, cross country. You think he won it? He's in, yeah, yeah, Jacob. It is possible. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. In fact, it was Jacob in, in Gabritson. Jack, 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 that's yeah. close. I'm sorry, isn't it? Yeah, it's close. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm in the dark completely. Yeah. He, he, he was the Olympic 1500 champion and, uh, okay. and he won it. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Thank sorry, you very much. <laughs> I thought it was, uh, they were very, very good. So thank you. Um, do you notice when Stephen there, he didn't know, he said, I'm in the dark. I'm in the dark. And uh, in other words, he didn't know. And before the first Christmas, people didn't know. They didn't know that uh, someone was going to come to this earth to be their savior. They had the prophecies, but they didn't understand what they meant. They didn't realize that someone was going to be born to come and live here with us and then to give himself for us. And uh, they needed that stuff uh, explaining to them. So first thing I want to say this morning is Christmas is a great light in a dark world. Um, in Isaiah chapter 9, it tells us three great things. This great light teaches us three great things about God. And they're in verses 4 and 5 and 6. And uh, uh, each of those verses begins with the word for, except in our church Bibles, uh, it's gone invisible in verse 5. But it is there, believe me. And uh, now we know that Christmas is a great light. And uh, this great light teaches us those things. And the first thing it teaches us this is that God is the liberator, the one who sets us free. God is the liberator. It's there in verse four. Have a look at verse four there. And uh, and it says this, for as in the day of Midian's defeat, that's way back in the Old Testament in uh, Joshua's time, uh, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, basically saying he set them free, that uh, God is the liberator. Living in a dark world is a bit like kind of being tied up. In fact, it's a little bit like this. Living in a dark world is just living and not being able to see. It's a bit like being blindfolded. It's a bit like uh, uh, being tied up and uh, not being able to do anything at all. And uh, God is the great liberator. <laughs> and he helps us to see. Morning. Lovely. And he sets us free and he gets rid of the tying up and so on that's happened. And that's what he does when he sends Jesus. You've got an awful lot of stuff around here, haven't you? This could, this could take a while. Oh, he's going to rotate. Marvellous. This might take a while as well. You carry on. That's very good. Let's, let's go this way as well. Oh, look, we can do it both ways. It's marvellous. He's tied you up very well, hasn't he? This is very good. Shall I sit down? I think you'd better sit down. Why not? You can, you can kind of sort it out later on. Yeah, that's very... But you get the idea that actually the great light shows us 
that God is a great liberator. We were, we are, we're born kind of tied up and blind. And actually we need to be set free. And Christmas time is the birth of the great liberator. God sends us this liberator. That's actually what Messiah, what the Christ means. Someone who sets us free and uh, from the things that weigh us down and from all the stuff from the bad stuff in this world. That's the first thing. The second thing is this, that uh, uh, God is the winner. In fact, God is the winner of every battle. So you look in verse 5, it says, Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment ro- uh, rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. Uh, and he's saying there that God is the winner. Uh, and so look, every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in, in blood is going to be, uh, it says here, it's going, to be, it's going to be removed. It's going to be sorted out. It's telling us actually God is a great winner. God is a great winner. God is going to win every battle in the end. Now, there are great teams, aren't they? So for instance, this is Liverpool Football Club. And we know that Liverpool have great teams and they do great stuff and they win a load of matches, but they don't win every match, do they? Then that's Roger Federer. And uh, and he is a great tennis player. I think he's a brilliant tennis player, isn't he? But does he win every match? No, he doesn't. He's a great athlete. And uh, even better, we have the man in person. Nigel Sargedine. Now, Nigel, I don't, I don't wish to, uh, um, to ask you about your athletic prowess. I want to ask you mostly about... I'm surprised about... Stephen didn't put me down for the winner of that cross-country. <laughs> <though. laughs> um, but I do want to ask you, because you are a great quiz, quiz person, aren't you? A quiz winner, in fact. Well, so rumour has it, yeah. Well, not just a rumour. So you did win the weakest link, I did you? indeed, yeah, many, many years ago. And um, I was wearing a waistcoat, not this one, actually, because if I wore this one on the weakest link... And Robinson really would have had a go at me. <laughs> and uh, so tell me, uh, you win pretty much every quiz that you take part in, don't you? When it's on national radio and TV, I do, okay, I right. do pretty well. <laughs> well I actually do have lost a quiz in the lounge next door. Well, you lost a quiz in there. Yeah. That's embarrassing. I know. <laughs> it's right to reclaim that crown. So, no, not quite every. Not but quite every quiz. Almost, but almost, not quite. Almost, yeah. yeah. You see, that's the thing. Uh, uh, Nigel's a winner when it comes to quizzes. Actually, pretty good on marathons as well. But uh, haven't won uh, those either. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, but whether you're uh, um, whether you're a Liverpool football club, whether you're Roger Federer, whether you're Nigel with quizzes, no one wins everything. But God does. God will do. So at the end of time, Jesus is going to return. He's going to come back to this earth and all the stuff that is against him and all the battles that have been fought, he will win and he will be crowned and known and seen as the Lord of all. All people, all places, all the time and forever. You can't get more of a winner than that. And actually, that's what we see here in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 5. God is the great winner. He's, uh, uh, he is the liberator who sets us free. He is the winner of every battle. And the third thing, God is the winner. And the third thing, God is the generous dad. Have a look at verse 6 here. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. So Christmas time is about a baby being born, but it's also about a baby, a son, being given. 
to the world, to us. That's what Christmas is about. It's about God's greatest gift. Can you remember the first, the first Christmas present you ever had? Probably not. Can you remember the best Christmas present you've ever had? Can you remember, can you think of the best Christmas present you've had so far today? Yeah? Well, actually in Jesus, we have the first and the best ever Christmas present given to us by God as he gave us Jesus to come and live with us, to come and be here with us, to live amongst us, in the end to die for us, to be raised again for us, and one day coming back for us, to take us if we're his, to go and be with him in heaven. That is an extraordinarily generous dad, and we're very, very thankful to him. And you see, it tells us a little bit more. If you go on in verse 6 there, he is the generous God, and it tells us a little bit more about uh, this uh, baby. So look at the end of verse 6. Should we say that together? It's on the screen there. Uh, so, uh, and he will be called, let's say these four things together, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Mighty God, Jesus was becoming a human being. He was God in the flesh. Just amazing. He was God giving us his only son. Everlasting Father, Jesus died, yes, but he was raised again from the dead. Death couldn't hold him. And he lives forever, and you and I can live forever with him as well. Uh, Everlasting Father, raised again. Sorry, I missed out. Wonderful counselor, didn't I? Yeah. Everlasting, uh, wonderful counselor is better, means actually a wonderful leader. A wonderful leader. God gave us a leader of the world at Christmas time. Jesus is the best leader ever. So wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. Prince means the bringer. The one who makes it happen. And Jesus made it happen when he died for us. So those little descriptions, they're full of stuff. We could spend all day talking about them, but we won't. Don't worry. We have a great leader. We have a great God who lives forever and brings peace to the world. Isn't that an extraordinary gift at Christmas time? God is the father who gives us this incredible gift, his son, the first and the best Christmas present ever. So the generous God... And we've seen that uh, Christmas is a great light in a dark world. We've seen that actually God is the liberator who sets us free. He is the winner of every battle. And he is the generous dad who gives us his son, who was and is and always will be the best Christmas present ever, ever ever.